0: to www.Moroccan.Football, the podcast that celebrates Moroccan football from all its corners. If you're passionate about the game and want to hear stories, opinions, interviews, tactical analysis, and insights, Moroccan football is the podcast for you. Join us for the ride and let us celebrate both the beautiful game and the beautiful Moroccan culture. Available worldwide on your favorite platform.
1: Morocco women's team just made history this year by participating in the World Cup for the first time ever. This presents a significant opportunity for the country to showcase their skills and strive for the best possible results. In the latest women's African Cup of Nations, Morocco reached the finals but were defeated by South Africa. After successfully progressing through the group stage which consisted of Senegal, Burkina Faso and Uganda, they then eliminated Botswana in the quarterfinals and Nigeria in the semi finals, marking a major achievement for Morocco. Not only did they become the runners up of the African Cup of Nations, but they also secured a qualifying ticket to the World Cup, earning them more visibility, boosting their confidence, and setting higher targets for the future. For their debut World Cup appearance, Morocco aims to impress with strong and competitive performances in group stage while striving to advance to the knockout stage. Although facing formidable opponents like Germany, against whom we unfortunately lost 6-0, Morocco earned points in their matches against South Korea 1-0 and Colombia 1-0 as well, therefore securing another historic qualification to the knockout stage. Under the guidance of their accomplished head coach, Reynald Pedros, who has won the UFA Women's Champions League twice, the team employs a 4 2 3 1 formation. This formation suits the players' abilities and strengths, though it sometimes changes during or before the games. Adizah Rameshi serves as our amazing goalkeeper. She hails from ASFAR, known in Moroccan as Lefar, a local team from Rabat. In the defensive lineup, Morocco relies on the talent and consistency of Zina Berdwani, who plays for the same Rabat team I just mentioned, as a right back, with Mariam Atik who plays for Spanish team Dux Logroño, and Yasmin Mrabot plays for another Spanish team of FC Levante as center backs. Samdoria Sabah Sreh plays as a left back in the midfield. Morocco's recent strategy involves two central midfielders, namely Elodie Naqash who plays for Swiss League Servette and lunch Schbeck, who also plays for the same Rabat team, previously mentioned. The two offer a strong combination of defensive capabilities and physical strength. With their attacking force, Pedros depends on the skills of Sakina Uzraoui, who plays for Belgian team Anderlecht, and Fatima Tegneout, who plays for the same Rabat team, once again mentioned before. The two play on the wings due to their speed and ability to be dangerous by cutting inside or delivering precise crosses. As for the striker position, Rosela Ayane, a prominent player from Tottenham, is a key asset for Morocco's World Cup journey, both in the group stage and potentially in the knockout stage. Morocco's squad exhibits a balanced composition in terms of age averages, with a majority of players below the age of 24. Some players in their peak years between 24 and 30 and 6 players between 30 and 34. This blend of youth and experience provides a strong foundation for the team's performance, especially if the coaching staff effectively manages playing time of the experienced players and make informed decisions while selecting the lineups for each match. Upon performing a technical analysis on the team's previous matches, it becomes evident that the squad excelled in creating numerous scoring opportunities per match. However, it's essential to acknowledge that the competition in the World Cup is tougher than usual. Despite this, Morocco has historically demonstrated excellent playmaking abilities as reflected in their impressive averages for final third passage per match, expected goals, as well as shots on target. This indicates that their attacking and finishing skills are up to par. Would passing be in an area that requires improvement? Specifically, the team's passing accuracy, offensive the World one, and possession need attention from both players and coaching staff to gain better control of games. Enhancing passing accuracy will enable them to reach the attacking box with more precise deliveries, resulting in a more consistent goal scoring rate. To achieve this, the team should work on improving their passing and possession game. A notable example of Morocco's key passing abilities is illustrated in a goal against Slovak during pre-World Cup friendly, where they effectively utilized long passes from defence to Servayan at the back of the defensive line. Such quality passing from defenders exemplified by players like Marabd significantly benefits the team's attacking options. Another crucial element of Morocco's attacking organization lies in their flexibility of movements and constant positional changes between Ayane, Tagnaut, and Ozraoui, This tactic confuses defenders and diversifies their attacking solutions effectively. Ayane's ability to perform effectively on both wings and inside the box proves advantages for both the team and the wingers. By occupying defenders and providing key passes toward the box, Ayane creates space for Tagnaut and Ozraoui to exploit. This approach was successfully employed against Nigeria, for example, in the latest African Cup of Nations. Where Ayan's assist to take out resulted in a crucial goal. Morocco's attacking playing style centers on short passing to Ayan and penetrations from both wingers. Additionally, the team poses a significant threat in executing set pieces and converting them into goals. Utilizing set pieces strategically will be particularly beneficial for Morocco, especially in the big games, when alternative attacking solutions might be harder to find. Moreover, Pedros must be prepared with alternative tactics when Ayan is tightly marked by opponents as it could hinder the team's attack. One suitable solution in such situations could be deploying attacking midfielders or adding a second striker, shifting the formation to a 4-2-2-2, with two central midfielders, two wingers and two strikers. This adjustment would create more space for Ayan and put the opposing defence under pressure. Let us now focus on the defensive phase When it comes to Morocco's defensive system, it is evident that the team possesses some strong averages in certain aspects, but also struggle in other areas. Consequently, the team must intensify their efforts to bolster their defensive organization ahead of the tournament by addressing weaknesses and reinforcing their existing strengths. Morocco excels in areas such as interceptions per match and winning aerial duels. Sustaining these strengths and selecting the best defensive duo for each game, along with structuring the defensive block effectively, based on the opponent and team strategy, will be pivotal in determining their defensive success throughout the tournament. Improving 1v1 defending skills is also crucial, as this could prove challenging for the team, particularly against strong opponents like Germany. Minimizing the number of fouls committed in critical areas is equally important as it will reduce the opposition's cold scoring opportunities. Committing numerous fouls per match can expose the team to additional dangers. Ahatiaq and Mrabat appear to be the team's most potent defensive duo currently. Fostering their chemistry, focusing on their individual responsibilities, and providing cover for each other when needed will be a vital in conceding fewer chances in maintaining clean sheets just like we did during the games against South Korea as well as Colombia To avoid critical mistakes during counter-attacks Morocco must keep the defense organized and refrain from leaving too much space at the back An example of such an issue was evident in a consistent goal against Romania during the friendly and of course in the game against Germany where the defenders were poorly positioned during the opposition's counter-attacks an example of such an issue was evident in a conceded goal against Romania in a friendly and of course in the game against Germany, where the defenders were poorly positioned during a position's counter-attack, failing to disrupt the striker's shot from distance. Rectifying this problem is imperative for the World Cup, necessitating a deep defensive block and maintaining a suitable defensive line when in possession. Another recurring issue for Morocco is leaving gaps between defenders, leading to conceded goals. This positioning problem was evident in a goal against Canada in a friendly as well as against Germany, where the defenders allowed ample space between them, allowing the German player to advance and shoot on target. Midfielders need to be more proactive in a defensive phase, forming a defensive line and attempting to halt such penetrations to prevent similar scenarios from unfolding. Addressing these defensive shortcomings and capitalizing on their existing strengths, will be essential for Morocco to solidify their defensive performance and enhance their prospects in the World Cup moving forward. Let us now talk about transitions. When it comes to transitions, Morocco's offensive player relies on swift passing, especially from the wings, with a focus on finding Ayane, who possesses the ability to create danger even when marked tightly. Ayane is not static inside the box, but moves towards the wings depending on the situation providing passing options and seeking opportunities for penetration or waiting for her teammates to join the attack. The chemistry between Aignan and Technauti is particularly effective in creating danger up front. In defensive transitions, Morocco quickly retreats when losing possession, aiming to disrupt the opposition's ball holder for as long as possible, allowing the back four to get into position. One of the wingers also drops back between the defensive line and midfield to aid in the defensive phase. Meanwhile, the striker and the other wingers stay at the edge of their own half, ready for possible counter-attacks. Morocco tend to reorganize their defense promptly after losing the ball, attempting to intercept it far from their goal, though the striker and winger do not fully retreat and remain near the edge of their own half. Attackers Morocco possesses a talented group of forwards for the World Cup. Their powerful front three typically consists of Ayane as a striker flanked by both Tagnaut and Uzraoui. Additionally, Iman Saoud, Sofia Bouftini, and Sana M. Saudi serve as solid alternatives if needed. The selection of players depends on the opponent, player readiness, and the team's attacking strategy for each game. While Ayane stands out as the key player, the team will choose those with better averages and familiarity with their playing style to complement her on the field. Midfielders Morocco's midfield features two central midfielders mainly Eludine Mukash and Ghislaine Chebeck who have played together frequently ensuring chemistry and complementarity between them. Ibtissam Bouharrat provides a valuable alternative due to her experience, particularly during critical moments. As an advanced playmaker Selma Mani stands out for her creativity dribbling and passing skills making her an ideal choice for facilitating the front three's mission defenders the defensive line will rely on Mrabat and Atiq as center backs with Nuhayla Ben Zina serving as a backup the full back roles are limited in options with Sabah, Sgherr and Zina Berdwani being the regular right back and left back respectively Ghislan Shiri may change Sgherr for the left back position in specific situations considering her defensive trends. Masraoui might also compete with Radwani for the right-back spot, although the latter's experience and versatility give her an edge. Overall, the defensive organization and player selections are not expected to bring many surprises. Key player Ghazela holds a pivotal role in Morocco's team and will be the crucial player during the Women's World Cup. As the primary striker, Anyan is not merely a poacher, but a dynamic and modern player. Known for her excellent finishing, passing, and intelligent positioning. Her ability to provide dangerous passes per match, even when closely marked, makes her a valuable asset. While Anyan's services are indispensable, the support of creative midfield Amani and dynamic wingers Teknautan Ozraoui will enhance her impact and effectiveness on the field. Conclusion Morocco Atlas lionesses have achieved a historic milestone by reaching the last 16 of the FIFA Women's World Cup, a remarkable feat for the nation in their first ever appearance at the tournament. The team's star striker, Ozerayan hailed the achievement as an incredible win and a result of a fantastic team effort. Ayan expressed pride in the team's unity and dedication, acknowledging that progressing from the group stage was a challenging task. The Moroccan fans have wholeheartedly embraced and celebrated the athletes' journey, making them the first Arab country to qualify for the Women's World Cup, as well as one of the first three African countries to qualify for the round of 16. Among the remarkable players is Nouhaila Benzina who became the first muslim woman to wear hijab while playing at the world cup. Social media has been abuzz with hashtags such as #dimamkhrib and #theimpossibleisnotmoroccan, demonstrating fans admiration for the team's exceptional performance. On the social media site X, formerly known as Twitter, the Moroccan national team conveyed a simple yet powerful message. I quote, "The impossible is not Moroccan." End of course, This statement encapsulates the team's spirit and determination, defying the odds and proving that they are capable of achieving remarkable success on the world stage. The entire nation rallies behind their talented team as they set their sights on the next challenge, which will be the game against France on Tuesday. The Moroccan team has truly made their mark and continues to inspire their country with their historic journey in the Women's World Cup. We wish them the best of luck and we hope to see a wonderful game. As well as a win on Tuesday against France. Let's go, Morocco. Thanks
0: for listening to ww.moroccan.football. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll be back next time with more news, views, and insights. Until then, stay safe and stay passionate.